to Ghoul Rambles Podcast. I am your host, Shawnee. Please join me as I dive into the unknown, seek the paranormal, the bizarre and unusual things of the universe. So go ahead and settle in and let's get ready to ramble. On this week's episode, I'll be talking about the legend of the melon heads. I came across a picture on Pinterest and it intrigued me, and then I later found out that this urban legend is tied to my home state of Michigan. So let's dive on in. The Legend of the Melon Heads is a legend tied to my own home state of Michigan, as I already said. It's um, sourced to the Holland and Sagatuck areas, which is on the west side of the state of Michigan, which is along Lake Michigan. And on the other side of Lake Michigan would be Chicago, Illinois. The legend, or urban legend, is also tied to Ohio and Connecticut. However, I'm going to stick to the findings that I found tied to the state of Michigan. The legend of the melon heads was extremely popular in the 1960s and the 1970s. If you've never heard of the term melon head, you're probably wondering what that even means in the context of of this legend. They're said to be the ghosts of children who had a disease called hydrocylithiac. I know I said that wrong and I've seen two different pronunciations of it. I should have looked up the definition to make sure I had it right. But anyways, it's a disease where it's water on the brain which causes the head to enlarge resembling a melon. Hence the term melon heads. There was said to be an insane asylum in Holland, Michigan. It was also said to have been in a separate place, which is known as the Felt Mansion back in the 1940s. I will cover the Felt Mansion later in the episode. I want to start with the alleged stories of this very unusual legend that's dated back to the 1960s. In the 1960s and 70s, it's rumored that parents would threaten their children with the legend of the melon heads if they weren't behaving. This honestly reminds me of my older brother, who would say to me as a kid, the boogeyman will get you if you go into the basement. Definitely wasn't something that my parents would say. Ours was more like, if you don't behave, we'll tell Santa Claus. (laughs) If there are kids back from, like, the 60s and 70s, well, obviously they would now be adults. I wonder if they ended up having, like, some type of trauma, like, tied to the legend of the Melonheads. Anyways, I wanted to share, um, kind of a more in-depth story I found online that was shared by a fellow Michigan resident. It was shared with michigansotherside.com. Um, he said... Me and some friends at Hope College decided we wanted to go to the Elegant County woods in Hamilton in search of the melon heads. On our first night there, we went back on a path for about a mile and came to an opening where there seemed to be a foundation of a building, and the building was no longer there. On the walk back to the opening, there was a sign hanging over the path, but it was too faded to make out what it said. On the first night, we didn't experience anything out of the ordinary. 
that could be explained by animals. We went back the next night, and it was raining and lightning. Me and two of the other guys I was with were leading the group down the path, and about a half mile into the walk, there was a light flashing, and all three of us saw the same exact figure of a human about four and a half feet tall, with an abnormally large head standing in the middle of the clearing that we had gone by the night before. We three kind of slowed down for a minute, and the next thing we knew, we heard a huge crash in the woods to the left of us. We immediately turned around and ran back to our cars. There is also said to be similar sightings in Ohio and Connecticut. I'm sorry that I don't have the source of who shared the story on michigansotherside.com. But back to the Felt Mansion, I went to like the official feltmansion.org website and... I had originally started with a article on clickondetroit.com, which is like the local for Detroit news, and they had, some of it was facts, and then the one was not true, which was about the selling of the point, because the building was originally built by Dor Felt, and he started the building, building on the land in 1925 and it was finished in 1928 he built it for his wife it was known as Agnes's house unfortunately she had only been moved in and living there for six weeks before she passed away and then he had passed away a year and a half later and I know that it was bought by the state and used as a St. Augustine Samarian, like for it's a Catholic boys' school. And at one point, it was used for the state police, um, like a post and a prison, but I'm not 100% if the prison part of the story is true. I'm trying to do this off the top of my head. But it was said that at one point there was an asylum there that it that was falsified like falsified by the Felt Mansion estate. But basically it went on to be like sold to like the county or the township for a dollar if it was promised to be preserved, which to this day it is. You can schedule tours and even like during Halloween they have special events there. And I just came across like $25 tickets they do it like I think the 27th through the 31st like three different times if anybody that's listening is interested in that kind of thing I know that I am they also offer self-guided tours like during the week I looked into it I was planning to do it this past summer but I didn't make it to that while I was in town as I was only in the town of Holland for a short period of time. But I just thought it was funny how the stories are like 
these kids lived in an asylum and then it like had they were abused by their doctor and then it randomly had to shut down and they were just like leashed into the wild like they were wild animals there's like stories that they would come out of the woods and attack people and then there was like legend that they chopped up their doctor for what he did to them and he they just scattered his pieces randomly and so they're just stuck in this rage and if people walk by they come out and attack them it's just there's totally different stories when you come across them online of like different counties different towns now I know, like, where Holland is specifically and, like, the distance between there and Grand Haven. But I don't know where it is in terms of Sagatuck. I heard of it, but I can't think of it on the map. And I'm not familiar with counties other than my hometown county. So, I don't know, like, the distance of all these stories. So, basically, like... People are saying they've, like, sighted these melon heads. They are also called wobble heads. I'm trying to think of the other one that came across it. It was just the way that's spelled. It's such a weird word. I want to say bobbles. That it might be. I think I'm saying it wrong. But anyways, they're saying, like, this was a sane asylum. There was no such asylum that ever stood in that area. Every asylum that I came across in the state of Michigan is nowhere near that area. The closest one would be the Traverse City State Hospital, which I want to say is at least an hour or more north of that area. So the asylum never existed. Um, The felt mansion was never used as a doctor's office or a hospital or a mental institution or asylum so like the basis of the story or like where they say these children came from like there's no factual evidence that there ever took place so I honestly think that somebody curated this crazy story I didn't go in depth when it comes to Ohio or Connecticut to see if there is like a hospital that sourced it there I guess we just had these little melon headed ghost children that wander across the midwest of the US now that I'm sharing this on here I'm wishing that I did further research it but then again I might get stuck in a rabbit hole of melon head children and then I'll probably become paranoid that I will be attacked by a bobblehead child ghost I don't know I've only ever experienced like a ghost child like in my dreams I've never seen one in real life but I just thought like I was born in the late 80s and to think that I had never heard of the story until like, I want to say maybe six months ago when it was literally just a random 
picture of what a bubblehead child would look like, I'm assuming. And then I clicked on it, and I think it leads to an article. And then I further, upon further research, it was tied to Michigan. But, like, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. Upon further research, that it doesn't necessarily add up. But it's a, still an interesting story. I wish I honestly presented it in a different way. Like, I was gonna, like, build it up and be like, sorry, this doesn't add up. So, I am one that usually shares, like, myths or more myths or bizarre things. And I, like, say whether they're fact or not. Uh, this is, like, the first time I've approached a mythical creature which is another thing they were called creatures which even though it's not real like referring to children as creatures is really sad to me but this was like my first approach at like anything mythical or an urban legend I usually like leave that to I feel like the people that are the pros like this is not my forte but I wanted to take a run in it because it was so intriguing and interesting not to share. And I just seen in my notes they're called blue bulls. Blue I don't even know how to say it. Where do these people come up with stuff? But there was another thing that I had in my notes and I totally forgot about it until just now. About a guy saying <laughs> This one's just it's it's so corny. He is claimed to be a former student of the sem- seminary. Am I, I don't even know if I'm saying it right. But he was a former student and he claims that the term melonheads comes from the fact that they were going to a private school and they were smart. So they were called melonheads by like students that didn't go there. I don't know. I just feel like that's such a... Um, cliche I don't know if that's a word I want to use but it's just like an absurd thing to say like I went to a private school and I I have big brains basically so I guess since we didn't go there we the rest of us have small brains so we're all unmelon heads I don't know I've never heard of that being used in that context or any context until I came across this snippet of a story and then I dove kind of dove into a rabbit hole but not fully because I feel like if I did like go along with the Ohio and the Connecticut aspects of it there would probably be a lot and then I would just keep clicking and clicking to find more and more of what was said and realizing that there's stuff that doesn't add up but I guess it's just an interesting story that I wanted to share
you like to connect with Ghoul Rambles podcast? You can find Ghoul Rambles on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also on Buy Me a Coffee. If you'd like to send a message, you can email me at ghoulramblespodcast at aol.com. I would love to hear your feedback and any ideas on potential future episode topics.